Hi everyone, this is Jess Baker and welcome to Behind the Sunnies, a champion golfer. Welcome back to the podcast for episode two. Thank you so much for joining me um, and thank you so much for all of the support, listens, shares, follows so far. I've really appreciated it and it's been a lot of fun. So uh, today I want to walk you through a little bit of the aftermath after my win at the Women's Amateur and also give you an insight into how things went about the 150th Open St Andrews last year. Obviously I was there for the Celebration of Champions um, which was a small event they did a few days before the tournament started. As the Women's Amateur Champion I was invited um, and I got backstage passes, I got the whole deal so we're going to go deep into that today. So I want to start us off um, back on the 25th of June 2022 um, I won the Women's Amateur Championships. It was absolutely surreal. Just the fact that I won and the whole thing that just happened was absolutely incredible. Um, I was immediately taken off um, into a golf cart for the trophy ceremony. That trophy is massive and it's very, very heavy. It's as heavy as it looks. You'll have seen my arms shaking on that live stream, but I guess that's a great problem to have. So that was that. We went back into the clubhouse. Um, we were just sat on the patio with a drink obviously an alcoholic one, having just one. Anyways, um, we got chatting to the greenkeepers, um, I was signing flags, I was just talking to all the members, like it was a really, really nice time. And then we had a long drive home. We had five hours, I think it is, um, from Norfolk to Newcastle. We were starving hungry, so we ended up getting fish and chips in Hunstanton at some random place. We sat and ate fish and chips in a car park, not the most romantic, but it had to be done it's food at the end of the day and it was actually a really nice memory to have um you know you always just think you're gonna have the most amazing day after something like that happens but it was actually really nice just to have the three of us sitting having fish and chips watching the sunset in a car park in Hunstanton so I'm sure there's worse things to happen just kind of getting back home and going to bed that night like it was just so surreal as I just said you know there's so many emotions going on um, all of us had mental exhaustion, you know, my dad was on the bag for me the whole week, um, we had 10 rounds in seven days, so physical exhaustion as well, and just kind of like relief that it was over, um, you know, even the night before the final, there's just so much energy, like, in the house and in, in your body, and it's like, trying to fall asleep with that going on was not pleasant, so for it to kind of all be done, and to be lying in my bed, not having to worry about who I'm going to play tomorrow, or what's going to happen, and just to be sat there with the trophy, and with that to my name, was absolutely incredible, so there was a lot of disbelief, you know, the realisation that this had just happened, um, and all the experiences that were going to come with it, you know, life-changing experiences, the exemptions that I've had, and never had a big win like this before and to kind of do it on the highest level was very very weird um so yeah I mean we had a couple of days back afterwards um and I actually ended up going straight on holiday uh, my boyfriend and I had a holiday booked for a while so um so yeah we we had a week in Mallorca which was lovely and uh I always think that week was a little bit wet you know whether that was the right thing to do or the wrong thing to do or I don't know I mean I was so looking forward to it um I remember the whole tournament I was just so excited to just kind of chill out and just go and have a nice holiday and not have to worry about golf but the funny thing was that you know having just won the biggest event of my life to then go jetting off on a plane the next day I was just like not prepared for it like I, I kind of wanted to enjoy that moment of being a champion and being a winner and kind of having the praise like you kind of go you go through golf most of the time not winning 
and everybody knows how that feels and to finally be the one that was winning and then go off and not think about golf for the next week was very bizarre but you know you can never say if that was the right thing or wrong thing to do because it was lovely to to have that week off as I say so um it was a weird one but you know whilst I was out there um I really did not think about golf one little bit and um I think that was really nice you know um rightly or wrongly I did give my dad the role of manager so he was thankfully sorting out all of the uh all of the things that were about to happen in the next few months of my life so obviously very grateful to him for that um and yeah that kind of leads me on to the uh the celebration of champions so as I said earlier you know it was, it was a four hole event we played the first the second the 17th and 18th on the old course at St Andrews a couple of days before the 150th open took place and it was just such a unique event um you know, the emails that we were getting sent through from the RNA was just, you know, it's going to be this, the celebration of golf, really. And Tiger's going to be there. Rory's going to be there. Jack Nicholas, like everybody who's anybody in golf is going to be there. And, you know, I've been sent this email that, you know, this is happening and they want me to be there. And it was a little bit vague to, to begin with. You know, we weren't really sure what, what was required of me. You know, initially I thought I was just going to go and get to watch Tiger play or get to, you know, hang out with Rory or whatever. Um, and it wasn't until a few days later after we got more emails coming through from the comms team. And, you know, it turns out I'm in the first group with Colin Morikawa, Anna Norquist and Keith Nakajima, the men's number one amateur. And I'm, I'm playing with them and, at first it was just like what the hell like I don't know if I want to do that like I hadn't picked up a golf club in a week I just kind of come off this massive win like all these emotions are going around and you totally blew my mind totally unexpected you know such a unique event as I say so it wasn't a few days long after we come back and uh we're only two and a half hours um from St Andrews anyway um obviously up in Newcastle so it wasn't a bad journey at all um and I remember being quite nervous going up there. I didn't know what was expected of me. I didn't know what was going to happen. I was excited too. You know, you've obviously got all these, this just bundle of energy um, in my body that I just wasn't sure how to navigate really. So anyways, we ended up getting there. Um, we actually went into the RNA clubhouse. So we have a family friend who's a member of the RNA and a few friends up there. So that was really, really cool to just sort of get to see the RNA clubhouse. Um, I have been in there before, but to be there in the moment, you know, with all those stands up, everybody preparing for the Open and to be in one of the most exclusive clubhouses in golf was really, really cool. So that was a lot of fun. Um, and it was pretty quick, actually. You know, I had to get on a cart up to the players area. Um, we got credentials. We got shown the tent, the facilities. And seeing that for the first time was absolutely incredible. The Honestly, like, they're just massive tents. And there was a gym there. There was um, player dining. There was a little outside area. Like, it was top-notch. And I have to say, the RNA did an absolutely fantastic job with that. So, um, so it was really cool to see that for the first time. Just to be part of that environment, really, was never something I've had before. Um, and you know, everywhere you look, there was someone, someone new, there was the best players in the world just turning like right next to you. Um, so it was just absolutely unreal, absolutely incredible. Um, so we went to the range to warm up, you know, I was, I was still playing golf, had to remind myself of that. Um, I was playing four holes, so I had to go warm up, which was, um, very cool as well. You know, that was the first time I've ever had to show credentials to get into a range. First time I've ever had people watching me hit balls. Um, and there was a good hundred people or so at the range, you know, in the stands. And it was just such an odd experience to be 
having just come back from holiday, having just been a bit of a nobody in golf, to now being on the highest level, warming up next to the best players in the world. Like, you just can't explain it. So so that was amazing. I ended up being on the range um, next to Jordan Spieth. Obviously chose that myself. Why wouldn't I? Um, and we walked past JT, we walked past Tony Finau, Scotty Scheffler was a few bays down, John Rahm was as well. Um, so you're just literally surrounded by the best players in the world, walking past them on the range. Like, I cannot describe to you how unreal that was. Um, and yeah, warmed up. Um, I ended up hitting um, putts with Bryson, Bryson DeChambeau on the, um, the putting green. And I was actually only a few few minutes off of um, Tiger and Rory's interaction on the putting green that kind of went viral. So I was a bit gutted I didn't get my <laughs> didn't get my face in there. But anyways, yeah, honestly, that first tee was absolutely incredible. So, you know, as I said, I'm, I'm playing with the, the three, these three incredible golfers. I didn't really know how big of a deal this was. I've not seen the stands, I've not seen the crowds, nothing, because I've kind of been ingrained on my own kind of thing. Um, and we ended up getting to the first tee, and like the amount of people that are on that first tee down the right-hand side, I just, I was gobsmacked. I Like, I was blown away. And the thing is, like, I've still got to remember that I am playing golf. I'm not here to enjoy this. <laughs> like, obviously I'm there to enjoy it, but... I've got to play four holes in front of these people. Like I can't just be in awe of this and I actually have to concentrate on what I'm doing. So there was a little bit of that where I felt like I was holding myself back a little bit just because I knew I had to, you know, perform in front of these people. So that was a bit of an interesting one as well because that's kind of the first time I've ever been, you know, fully like gobsmacked by a situation, but I've still got to like switch this part of my brain on that's the competitor and that's the, the one that has to focus and, you know, as much as I want to be so involved in that, I just can't, I can't let myself. So anyways, we uh, we get called to the first tee, um, met the announcers and everything, it was so lovely. Um, I met Colin, met Anna, um, that was really, really cool. Um, and I remember just kind of waiting in a line, the four of us ready to tee off. And obviously Colin went first as the defending champion. And then I just kind of assumed that I was going to be last off the tee. You know, I was waiting at the back of the line, um, the other two were in front of me and that's just kind of how I thought it was going to go. You know, I was the least important there in my eyes. <laughs> so Colin tees off, hits this beautiful two iron, three iron, whatever it was down the middle. Absolutely in awe of his golf swing, by the way. And uh, and then they announce, and from England, Jess Baker. And I, I haven't even got my club out of the bag yet. Like, <laughs> I am not ready for this at all. So it was a little bit of a panic I guess to get my club and sort of get ready but I actually think in hindsight that was the best thing because I didn't get time to sort of think about what was going on I just kind of had to tee my ball up I had to go through my process and ended up smacking a beautiful shot down the middle so that was definitely a sigh of relief but so unexpected like I was really nervous (laughs) yeah I was I was very nervous um I knew the amount of people that were there obviously and as I say, you just got to push that to one side. There's no point in getting yourself involved in that when it's just not helpful. So, so that was that. And, uh, we teed off. Um, I really, really enjoyed that first walk, um, down the first hole. Um, you know, just, just being around those guys and, and seeing all the cameras. Um, we got some lovely pictures as well. So that was, that was lovely. Um, and then another nice surprise, I guess, was that we got announced onto every green, so, um, you know, they did a little speech about all of us and, and our accomplishments and um, it was really, really cool to get my name announced as the British Amateur Champion. Um, you know, first time I'd ever really heard it from somebody else and being celebrated for it was 
was really special so that was a lot of fun um and yeah you know I got to I got to play with three of the best players in the world and um the conversations I had with them was really special too and I remember in particular uh Anna Norquist uh we were walking down that first hole and I remember her just saying like like are you all right like just breathe and just enjoy the crowd enjoy the moment you know I'm obviously a little bit naive I guess um I've never been in the situation before and she's got a ton of experience under her belt so I was really grateful for her just to say that and that definitely calmed me down a little bit and and allowed me to sort of appreciate the moment rather than you know being so het up in my own golf so um so that was nice um and then we get to 18 um I remember taking that group picture on the Swilkin Bridge uh which is so iconic and uh that's definitely a memory I'll have for a long time so that was my chance really t- to kind of walk up 18 with Colin and uh yeah I mean I didn't really know what to say but you know some words came out of my brain couldn't tell you what they were but I remember the conversation I remember we talked a lot about college um I think he graduated from USC so he I think he had a business degree and we were talking about um that and he was asking me about my degree and I was like oh I, I guess you never use your business degree and he was like nah obviously not like hasn't really come in handy yet but who knows for the future so I, I thought he was such a nice guy really down to earth um and exactly how you think he'd be so so that was a really cool experience um and honestly went so fast um uh, those four holes had kind of been building up in my head a little bit since we found out and for it to be over so quick was just like mind-blowing like I, ha- I hadn't I felt like I hadn't really appreciated what was going on until it was over if that makes sense because you know as I said you, you don't really you don't feel you can appreciate that moment just because I'm still the one that's going to play golf and all these people get to watch me and that's very nerve-wracking um you know as a, as a young player who's not really been in that situation before so so I think afterwards was when I really started to in, to fully enjoy it you know not saying I didn't enjoy playing but um, but it's a different mindset, you know, you get to sort of be able to appreciate everything that's going on around you. Um, and that's when we really got to enjoy the perks of the passes, you know, the RNA was so was so generous to us in, in giving um, giving us passes. We got um, lunch and player dining. They had this incredible pizza bar where you could literally order as many toppings as you wanted on a pizza and they would give it out to you. Like, it was incredible. Um, we had lunch next to Brooks Kepka. Uh, John Daly was there I remember him walking past with a puff of cigar or whatever it was which didn't surprise me at all but that was very fun to see (laughs) and as I said earlier you know you're just surrounded by the best players in the world you know having lunch with them I remember walking past Sander I nervously asked him for a picture because I I really love him I think he's got such a great golf swing so um, so I'm really pleased I sort of built up the courage to do that and the same with Justin Thomas he's he's one of my favorite players and I had a really nice chat with him uh, we spoke a little bit about college as well and he was lovely got a good picture um, so that was really great and the other thing is being in that situation you know being in that player lounge it felt really odd to be there obviously the players are there preparing for a tournament that hadn't started yet players and their families were in there and it felt quite private in a sense because um, once you think about it like this is when they have their time away from everybody else. They're not thinking about golf. They're not around the press. There's no one taking pictures. Like, And it was really fun to have that experience with them. So with the passes also came a hotel room at the Old Course Hotel, which overlooks the 17th the Road Hole. Um, the room was absolutely top-notch. They looked after us so well. And um, a lot of the players were actually staying there, 
we had private minivans all week um, that would take us anywhere we asked them to, anywhere we needed to go. And it was so funny because like, as we were driving around St. Andrews, it's obviously such a small town and you could see all the fans were just trying to figure out who was inside the van. And I felt like a bit of a, of a scam. I was like, you don't want to know about me. Like, I'm, I'm not anyone you want to come and see. But um, but it was actually really fun to have those those guys just kind of like trying to figure out who was in the van. And you felt like a VIP for sure. So that was really fun. Um, that night we ended up going to the top floor of the Old Course Hotel and you can see this incredible view of St Andrews, you can see the beach, um, obviously first in the 18th and then 17, um, you can see the second, 16, like it's, it's such a great view from up there. So we ended up having a drink up there um, and it turns out we were having a drink next to Keegan Bradley which was very unexpected but as I say you know it's that kind of that time where they can chill out they don't need to worry about anybody else so so surreal just to be sat having a drink next to Keegan Bradley and another funny experience we had was uh waiting for those minivans as I was saying we we ended up waiting next to Dustin Johnson outside the hotel um and then shortly after Cam Smith arrived and we also got tickets obviously to the open um we went and watched the golf for the rest of the of the week um, it was obviously incredible to be there. You know, I've played that course a lot of times. I'm very lucky to have done that and um, to see the best players in the world do it and um, and do it so well was, was really, really fun to see up close. It was a shame, actually, you know, we couldn't stay the whole week. Um, I was actually flying off to Geneva for the Avion, which was my first major. So I would have loved to spend more time there and really take advantage of those passes. But we did the most that we could. Um, and 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 yeah you know it was just such a fun experience and to at least have seen some of it and to have been a part of it which I guess is a part of history you know the 150th at St Andrews isn't really going to happen again and uh to be there you know playing in the celebration of champions you know such a unique event to be part of that is so so special so we definitely made the most of what we could and yeah I hope that gave you a little bit of an insight into the fabulous week of the 150th open uh, so a little bit of an update from me actually on my schedule Funnily enough, I am going back up to St Andrews this week. Um, I am playing in the St Rule, which is a pretty prestigious ladies event there. Um, I've played in it for the last three or four years now, um, and it's one of my favourite events of the year. So we actually play 36 holes on the new course, and then on the Sunday we play 18 on the old. So it will actually be my first time back there since uh, since I played at the Celebration Champions. So that's going to be a pretty surreal experience again, but, um, but I'm really looking forward to it. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I really hope you enjoyed it. And if you could follow at Behind the Sunnies on Instagram, I would really, really appreciate it. And again, liking, sharing, subscribing really means a lot to me as well. So thank you so much for your time. Um, and I will see you next week to find out what it's really like Behind the Sunnies.